The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling, make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. It's time to get back to the Matt Wyatt Show. Live in the studio. All right, let's do it. Hour number two on this Reaction Monday, starting right now. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Studio, Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, customer inspired. Earlier today, I uh, picked up my iPhone 12 Pro Max. Did I say that right? Or is it 12 Plus Max? Max 12 Pro Max 12 Pro Max from C Spire. This one right here, if you're on the live stream, see it? There it is. My handy dandy iPhone from C Spire. That's it. And uh, I picked up my phone and I tweeted something. I posted it on Instagram and I put it on the Facebook page as well. Uh, nothing like I wouldn't call it breaking news because we're on a it's it's on a pretty extensive uh, time frame here. But I do have it on pretty good authority. Had a conversation over the weekend. The Southeastern Conference scheduling model for football, football scheduling and rotation that you currently have, that's changing. That's going to be changing in the near future. <laughs> I think that's okay to say near future without being a total oxymoron. But yeah, the near future, not the far future. <laughs> So what I was told is you could need to look for it probably within the next five years. I started thinking and trying to come up with that time frame going, okay, what could that be? And is it a deal where, okay, they've made a decision. Here's a new model we're going to go to. I don't have those details on what this new scheduling model is for the SEC, for football. You can speculate, you know, what is it? Is it re shaping and molding the divisions? Is it something else? But I thought, okay, within five years. So so five seasons from now, we're looking at, you know, 25, because you got to include 2021. Um, is that because schedules have been made out up until then? Or is that because of non-conference scheduling has filled up on most of the schedules, so you still got to keep the same number of games, or what is it? But I think the one thing that I came around to that's pretty obvious is the new television deal for the Southeastern Conference where you, you saw this this past year, this new incredibly lucrative renegotiation of a part of the TV contract for the SEC, taking it away from CBS. As you know, pretty soon you will not have that you know, the old Vern Lundquist-Gary Danielson game, now it's Nestler and Gary Danielson game, the 2.30 CBS game. Well, it's going to be the 2.30 ESPN game or the 2.30 ABC game. It's going all to ESPN-ABC. Lots more money coming in. The league's really going to benefit. Schools are going to get richer. But that kicks in in 2024. Okay, so that's within five years. And it would make sense that ESPN-ABC would want what? more games, and better games to broadcast 
for the SEC as a as a part of paying the SEC all this money to have the games, right? So if this is the price tag now for your old package, which included, you know, four non-conference games a year for every SEC team, only one of those against the Power Five, and the other three are cupcakes, you know? Why uh, ABC ESPN's going, why would we pay you all this mo- money more to get the rights to the, the whole SEC football package, pay you more money to broadcast the same crappy games that everybody's tired of and complaining about. You know, Alabama versus Mercer. You know, Georgia versus Nichols State. And you get those about three times a year for every school. Why we? So it would make total sense why I would hear that from, from really good sources. Hey, Matt, you know, you always complain about, you call it the convoluted scheduling model and rotation for SEC football, and you always complain about it. Yeah, well, get ready. It's changing. Sometime within the next five years, it's going to be changing. There will be more games, more, there will be better games more often, and schools will rotate throughout the rest of the league and see each other much more frequently and more often. And I was like, hallelujah, that is the best news I've heard in a while. So in terms of when that becomes, you know, super detailed and solidified, I don't know. But I do know this, it's coming. It's coming. Not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when and how. So what is that scheduling model going to be? That's what I don't know. Does it involve the SEC doing away with football divisions? Well, that's that's hard to imagine. I don't think so. Because right now it's working too well to get your two, you know, most of the time your two best teams in the conference championship game, which is so important for a lot of reasons. It's hard to imagine them doing away with divisions. Is it going to be a reshuffling of divisions? Is it going to be, you know, Auburn goes to the east and Missouri is in the west? Is it going to be north and south divisions as opposed to east and west? Is it something else? I I don't know the, the, the answer to that. But, man, it certainly seems like, too, the whole, the thing that we've been used to forever, these the cross-division rival, it, it sounds like that's about to be out the window. And so then now you know you're really going to have to, you know, figure out new and creative ways for there will be. You've got to wonder. You got to wonder if a lot of this is coming, you know, may have been on the drawing board for some time, especially if they ever listen to your show. Mm -hmm. Um, But but my point would be maybe it got expedited because of what we saw last year with the 10 game conference only schedules. I got to believe, absolutely, JB. You have to think that that helped in, in some way, to um, to basically just open the door to the idea of all those conference games, right? That's a really good point yeah. because, like we're talking about, I just can't be convinced otherwise that that this isn't surrounding, this isn't building around the new TV deal. Because, I mean, it's going into effect in 2024. They're paying all that money for it. 
And, and I'm told, okay, within the next five years, well, that just fits too perfectly. So if it's built around the TV deal, what does TV care about? More and better games. Well, you just had that this past year. Even though you played a 10-game regular season schedule, was it 10? Yeah. Everybody played a 10-game and it was all against each other. And I'm sure ESPN sit back there going, look, I know it was pandemic. Everything was down because of that. But look, this is what we want. You know, or something like this. Somebody commented on Twitter and they go, well, it won't be a 10-game conference schedule because Saban doesn't want it. Well, that's not true. In fact, I think Nick's, I think Nick Saban was the first guy to actually open his mouth and mention the possibility of playing 10 league games every year. And I think he'd be all for it. So anyway, I just thought I'd put that in your lap. Again, it's out there. But based on my hunch, I think you're going to hear more and more about it. So let me know what you think. Feel free to comment on the live stream. Shoot me a text on the country pleasing text line, 885-ESPN. Or give me a call. On the Divinity Equipment phone, 995-1059-601, number 995-1059. Okay, so back, we had some some baseball and basketball thoughts that were popping up over here on the text line earlier. Let me get to some of those now. Let's see here. Unnamed texter. Or does this texter want to be named Free American? Okay. So his name is Free American. <laughs> says, uh, I work a lot in the yard and outside for business. I can hardly ever find state or Ole Miss games on the radio. What I did was downloaded their apps, and there's an option to listen or watch live on the app. There you go. Yeah, you can get it. There's some way to get it. In regards to basketball, Jason said, LOL, I'm just glad state didn't win the NIT. Folks on social media were ridiculously overselling what it meant. I saw several national championship and hanging a banner in reference to winning it. I'm like, bless y'all's heart. Yeah. You know, I think that I would have, JB, if if they had won it, I would have had mm. to come in here and change my tune a little bit. I wouldn't. I already decided I wasn't going to buy the T-shirt. NIT champs. Yeah. Yeah, and and Penny Hardaway is going off saying this is just the beginning, <laughs> you know. Just yeah, you got a pretty good team and you you got a pretty good resume, but buddy, let let's check what letters are on champion here. Well, and N I T. If if you win the N I T, do you hang the banner and it says we're the 69th best team in the entire country? I, no, I don't think you hang a banner. <laughs> well, okay. I don't know if I'd even put the trophy in the trophy case. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. So, now, if it was the tournament that started the season, which they used to have, you know, well, or back when the NCAA yeah, tournament was only only thirty two teams, and they went to forty eight, I mean, the NIT it was still some respectability then. Mm-hmm. When they invite you to play in it in November, <laughs> yeah, it's just well, like I, I I wouldn't go to a bowl with a losing record. Yeah, you don't yeah. deserve it. Well, you don't. But it's the same point that Judy brought up when she called in. What was it two weeks ago or whatever? And yeah, it's it's about like the the bowl game thing. You go the practice time number one. If there's some sort of team building, and I do think that there's that possibility for state's team for the core if they all come back, they have the experience of playing it on down the road. But it's I I'm being totally honest. I 
I was so pessimistic about that game yesterday. I felt I woke up yesterday on Sunday like, you know, number one, it's during church time, but number two, I feel like I sort of know the outcome before they ever even do the opening tip. And I did. And maybe that's just poor mouthing or being a bad fan, but that's honestly how I felt when I woke up yesterday. I was like, I already know what's about to happen. So, you know, good on them for having the experience, but it's all about how does it play towards next year? That's really what it is and all it is. I really think so. I really think that. I really do. Uh, in regards to the SEC football scheduling possibilities, Dave on Facebook said, I liked the 10-game SEC games. I really hate to pay what it costs for seats, tickets, tailgate, et cetera, to watch State play versus Wesley School. Or uh, He said, Wesley School of Basket Weaving. Enjoy competitive games. You know, I agree with that totally. You know, the it's like this in football. The more bowl games that have been created, which they have, the less important an incentive there is to get to them, I think. And I understand the practice time and the developing and all that kind of stuff, but you've got so many. you got an early signing period now. you got so many more of your signees that are getting onto campus and are in for spring training of that spring of their senior semester anyway. Everybody's coming in earlier. I'm, I'm not We harp on what, and coaches will tell you, you know, the practice time and the getting to go through the experience of the ball game. I get it, but basically what is it, a week and a half, a two weeks? Okay, and it, it was important 20 years ago when all of your new players for the next year or all your young players for the next year are not practicing again or doing anything until the following July. Well, that's not the case anymore. Half your signing class is showing up for the spring semester of that year. They're signing in December. Okay? Every single one of your signees is on your campus no later than June the 1st. So I'm not so sure that it's as big a deal as it used to be. Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. First up is PK. Two letters, one person. PK. What's up, PK? Not much, Matt. This is DK, by the way. Okay, no DK. Deal. D as in dog. All right. Sorry about it. that. Pal. Yeah, sorry. No My bad. Oh, I was going to ask you, Matt. Did you happen to ch- have a chance last night to watch Vic Schaefer in Texas play basketball? I did not, but tell me about it. They won, right? They won big upset, but that defense of being just tough kids just carried over. And for Texas to do it, as a lot of people call them soft, was pretty amazing. If you get a chance to watch the highlights, you ought to watch that team. They are so much like that state team, just tough guard play. Everybody's just tough. So I was just going to call in and comment. Boy, it was just fun watching one of his teams play again last night. Yeah. Thank you for your time, man. Yeah, appreciate it, DK. So, look, Vic Schaefer goes to Texas, team number one. They're in the Elite Eight. And doing it with toughness and defense. And they're just going to outwork you and out-hustle you and out-mean you and out-grit you and out-fight you and out-tough you. Did I say it already? Okay, look. You want to go win a national championship, you got to have great players. Absolutely got to have great players and and score. You got to be able to score. But you better pair it with we play harder than the other folks do. 
Watch Michigan's basketball team and Gonzaga and UCLA last night and Alabama. That's the men's side of it. Okay, and like he says, watch Texas. I didn't get to see Texas uh, last night. Watch some of those others. Okay, the teams that get to this point, they have great players, and they can fill it up, and they can score, and they'll have you know, a star or two. But you know what it's paired with? Defense, hustle, aggressiveness. We will run you out of the gym if you even leave one little crack of opportunity. Relentless. We're not standing around here playing half-court basketball, seeing if we can take the shot clock down. And we're not lazy. We're not slow. We're not out of shape. You may, be, I mean, Schaefer's attitude with his teams where you may beat us by 40 points, but guess what? It ain't going to be because you're in better shape than us. Because if we're, we're going to be in better shape than you. And my girls are going to hate practice. But we'll win a lot of games. And we'll be in a lot of games because we will not wear out. And we will not be out-hustled. And we will not be out-toughed. And, buddy, I'm telling you, you think, Matt, you're so simple-minded. It's so much deeper than that. Sure it is. I couldn't coach a boxing one if my life depended on it. But I promise you this, I can line us up and run sprints, and I know the importance of it. If you have a coach at any program anywhere who does not or cannot take the approach with their team, we will be the best-conditioned physical team in our league. They don't take that approach. Get ready for average. Get ready for underachievement. They don't take that approach. Every time. Run, tell them I said it. Jay! On the phone line. Jay, thanks for hanging on. What's up? Hey, what's going on, man? Yo! I got to defend the the NIT situation a little bit. And it's not that... I think it's a better tournament than anything else. But what happens when, like Mississippi basketball, if you take the 95-96 team, I think is what it was at State that went to the Final Four, mm-hmm. out of the equation, what have we achieved? Zip. I mean, we've had some NCAA tournament appearances, Ole Miss State. I don't. I mean, Southern Miss hadn't been to one for a long time. It, it, it's not necessarily that you're bragging that you won the NIT, but it's an accomplishment. What about like Texas San Antonio, Florida International, all of these smaller schools that, hey, we can't compete with the Blue Bloods that are out there, like a Michigan, a North Carolina, a Duke. But, hey, we had a great year and won 24 games and won a tournament. Yeah. Why would you not want to hang that title? So, you, know, you, can't, you can't go to the NCAA because you got 64 teams in it. And they all won their conference tournament or either had a good uh, uh, resume to get in there. But uh, if you had a good run in the NIT and you won it, why wouldn't you hang it? Yeah, you know, it's a fair question. I mean, it really is. And it kind of, you know, you ask 10 different people, you get 10 different, you know, levels of opinion on this stuff. But my thing is, uh, Jay, if you play in the Southeastern Conference, Okay, you're at a level where if you're at or near the top half of your league, you're knocking on the door of being in the NCAA tournament. No, we can't say we can't say that for the MAC or 
you know, for the A-Sun or something like that. Okay, but we're talking about the SEC, and I, I've looked at it from state's perspective. So for that reason, I, I just think you draw the line of what your expectation is. You draw the line of what your goal is. And frankly, you're just not going to accept anything else. And people can call you crazy. They can call you airheaded. You know, pie in the sky, you don't realize where your place is in life. You know, if I was in the shoes of the coach or the player or the AD, I would say, to heck with all of it. I, you know, I will have nobody telling me what my place is in life. I've decided my place in life is going to be to get in the NCAA tournament on a regular basis, and I'm not having it any other way. Part of that is drawing a line for the entire program and saying the NIT is so far off the actual goal that we're not celebrating it. And mm-hmm. I, I, I don't disagree with you, Matt, but the difference is is we're not a basketball conference. Everybody in the SEC maybe take Kentucky out of it because they are a basketball school. We're playing football, and that's what we care about. Well, but so I if think, you've got a school yeah, like Ole Miss, SEC has gotten Vanderbilt, a lot better. or State, or South Carolina, we get an opportunity to go to a decent basketball tournament that's a good accomplishment. I mean, it's not it's not great, yeah. but if you win the NIT or if you get to the Final Four of the NIT, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Well, but hey, I, we're not going out and running a parade down the street, but we're hey, it was a pretty good no, year. N- nobody's saying run a parade down the street. I, I agree with that. But here's the thing about it: I I just think the perspective has to be different. You are one of fourteen teams. And one of the two or three best conferences in the country. The the SEC as a basketball conference has gotten better. Mm. There's no doubt. You're one of 14 teams in the SEC. You simply not gotten better. You simp- yes, the league has gotten better. The teams it's in the not tur- gotten better. The teams you've that got, are in the got tournament. Two teams that are in it right now. You are crazy. You've had two you teams have that lost were perennials your, that count, have fallen off. Count the number of teams in the NCAA tournament year after year, the number of wins, and it has proven the league has gotten better since it's new coaches have same. come. It it's is a, not about the same. Uh, Look it up and dude, read Kentucky it. It's was not about this the year. same. They're a blue bud. Florida was great for years. All right, cut him off, JB. Cut him off. We got a split. Mouth too big for mine. The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling? Make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. It's back to the Matt Wyatt Show. All right, Jay, listen to me. You can't be into participation trophies. You just can't be. You know, you don't, Jay, I'm sure, especially right now, you don't want any advice from me. Okay, I get it. So maybe this for you is rhetorical. But for everybody else, here's some advice. You simply can't be into participation trophies. You know, for once, in one way, the only way that you want to be like the Bad News Bears is when they threw the second-place trophy across the field at the Yankees. (laughs) Okay, I'm sort of going overboard there, but listen, Jay, you can't be into participation trophies, brother. Like, what in the world are we doing? You just called and ran it and talked and... 
congratulations, you had a bigger mouth than mine. That's hard to do. You talked over me. That's hard to do. Okay? I'm going to figure out a way to myself click the button when that happens. Listen, you can't be into participation trophies, especially at the SEC level. It's not a... We can't even be about participation trophies, Jay, in Little League. I've already told you what I think about. We got friends who are posting their youth baseball team's picture on Facebook every weekend with all 13 or 14 of them holding their little hands out there with a ring on it. They get a ring three or four times a year. Ridiculous. Okay, so participate. Even then... It's bad, but at least that's kids. We're just making kids happy. Okay. Even then, that's bad participation trophies. Let alone, Jay, at the SEC level. You just argue with me about what an accomplishment it is. It ought to be recognized, make a run in the NIT. There used to be 64 teams getting in the NCAA tournament. We're getting 68 in now. We gave you four more chances. You're still not in. What's the point of having a team in the SEC? What's the point? What is the point? And you, and then the logic was, well, we've never accomplished anything. What have we accomplished outside of a run of the Final Four? What did I say? Zip. Does that change the goal? Are you seriously telling me, Jay, that it could be State or anybody? Well, we hadn't won anything, therefore we shouldn't expect to. Are you serious? You can't be. Well, we haven't ever been any dadgum good. We never won a national championship. We went to one Final Four, and that's it. Therefore, let's lower our expectations and accept a few more participation trophies so we can pat ourselves on the back. Bull! Who does that? You know who does it? Losers. Let me give you something. One more thing, Jay. Listen. This is a million years ago when I was playing on the Mississippi State football team. At the time that I went to school, mid-90s, in our meetings, our coaches, Jackie Sherrill, you know what he talked about all the time? He talked about it all the time. <laughs> Going to the SEC championship game. Winning a national championship. He would tell us, if you make it to the SEC championship game, you're basically in the national championship picture, and we're going to do it. And I'll be honest with you. The first year or two, I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> My first year of school, that first year, he's talking in meetings about the SEC championship. We won three games. The next year, he's talking about me winning the SEC championship, playing in Atlanta, and we won five games. But do you know what? He just talked about it and talked about it and talked about it. Nothing short of that was acceptable. 97, we, we, that was an 11-game schedule. We won seven games, didn't go to a bowl. You know what? Because of the dialogue within our locker room, none of us felt like we deserved anything near a bowl for winning seven out of 11 games. Of course, back then you only had 16 bowl games. But in 98, we won our division and played in Atlanta. Now, we didn't win it. And because we didn't win it, we had a lead on Tennessee in the fourth quarter. We didn't win it. We lose. It was almost impossible to get up for the Cotton Bowl 
after that. It was hard to get up for it. It really was. Practices were different. My point is this. Under no circumstances, because of anything you haven't done in the past, does it affect what your goal is and what you're trying to accomplish. And if you really look at it that way, Jay, the last thing you're trying to do is accept participation trophies for meaningless stuff. I'm not saying the NIT is bad. It's not. It's good for the teams. I already was sitting right there saying it. I'm not trying to really knock it. But you want me to be excited about it? Even if they'd won it yesterday, for what? What? Who cares outside of me and you? It ain't the goal. And it wasn't the goal for Ben Howland, and it wasn't the goal for that team. Okay, yeah, they're going to be happy they did it. Pat each other on the back. Do you want us to sit here and pretend like it's a great thing because you never really won anything before, so you ought to be happy with that? Bull! You know who thinks that way? Losers. I ain't thinking that way. Not going to. Ever. Disappointed in you if you think that way. It's just, there's my opinion on it. All right. Louisville George is on the phone. The Divinity Equipment phone line. George, thanks for calling. What's up? Well, man, you don't leave a lot of room for somebody else to go off. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but, but I'll squeeze some stuff in, and if it's repetitive, let me know. Do me a favor, because when I got in, you were already going off on Jay. Can you condense it quickly whatever Jay's take is? Well, his take was just that um, the NIT is a more of an accomplishment than I was giving it credit for, and that part of the reason is because State has never really done anything in basketball that they should be happy to go there and happy if they want it, and then there was a side argument about I was saying the SEC has improved a little bit in basketball in recent years, and he said that they haven't. So that's basically it. Okay. Well, they have. Uh, but participation trophies, let's see. i got five kids, okay? Mm-hmm. I've coached baseball. I've coached fast-pitch girls, softball, all of it. And guess what? If we did not win the whole thing, which the league or the tournament, if you went to a tournament, would give you the trophy. I told the parents, I am not doing this. Timmy, little Timmy was seven years old. He struck out 24 of the 25 times that he batted. The other time he luckily walked because he never took the bat off his shoulder. Timmy does not deserve a UD good trophy. Mm. He needs to find the saxophone or take piano lessons or get a chemistry set. Okay? Now, that doesn't mean that he can't come on when he's 9, 10, 11, but he doesn't deserve anything. I agree with you 10,000%. How many, if the, if the, the NIT is so good, so much and all that, how many, how many teams? No, we're not going. We're not going. Mm. Because yeah. it's, it's secondary. Now, the bowl games, good gosh almighty. Mm. You won six games. You didn't do squat. You didn't do crap. <laughs> or let's take North Texas State a few years ago and some other ones. They were like five and seven or four and something, and they're going to a bowl game. You did good. No, you didn't. You sucked. <laughs> and I mean, God dang you! You this society. Look, me and you could, me and you could just take turns on this. One, okay, <laughs> we go back and forth because I agree with you one hundred percent. Now, I don't mean in the little leagues, the, the younger kids, that you bash them. 
but you don't tell them. If you tell Timmy he did good, he's coming back next year, and he's going to put the bat on his shoulder, and he's going to do the same thing. And it's got to be embarrassing at a certain point. Well, and here's my no, thing about here's no my thing about it. I, I think I think especially from the kids' perspective, more often than not, George, I think it's actually not good for them in the long run. It's not we're trying to beat them up at all. It's I just right. I think for kids in the long run, learning how to deal with losing is very very important. Well, if we lose, but we don't call it losing, we're, we're kind of Doing the kids a disservice. Does that make sense? I agree. Yes. Okay. Let, 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 let's equate this to uh, your son or daughter, doesn't matter, uh, having trouble with Algebra 2, big time. They just always have you and the wife have sat down at the table with them. You even might have got, the, you know, some college student or somebody to come over and help them and, and this, that, and the other. And the first two tests, I mean, you know, a 48 and a, and a 60. Mm. Well, then all of a sudden on the third test, they come up with an 84. But when you average the three tests, yes, the 84 is an improvement, but where are they at when you average it? You still failed algebra two and you got to repeat it. Mm-hmm. And the teacher is not going to say you, they might say you, your effort on this, on this third test was really good, but you're, you're just going to have to have that effort all the time. Or guess what? You lose. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Dude, but it, you're all over. And in society, I see, God, dog, all of them with all their little. And I'm like, okay, you went 2 and 14 this year in the little league, whatever league it is. <laughs> and you got this trophy and you're laughing and cutting up. And then they're taking you all out for pizza. And geez, Louise. <laughs> okay, one more thing. I'm just going to say one more You got to go more. real fast because the music started. Okay, I'm sorry. My team was the first team out, the Louisville Cardinals. Mm. The first team out. Do you, do you get anything for that? No. No. Crap, <laughs> no. You should have beat Duke in the goddamn ACC game, and then you'd have been over the hump, and you'd have got something. Instead, practice harder next year, recruit mm-hmm. better next year, unless yeah. it's next year. Hey, thanks, man. Y'all, thanks. Have, y'all have a good day. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck next year. Y'all stick around. The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling, make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. We get back to the Matt Wyatt Show. Talking more great sports for you, Mississippi. Online transmission is ready, sir. Hey, uh, JB, so, um, you know, I heard the commercial that aired just a minute ago about the masks, um, and it's a great message. I think, I didn't hear all of it, but, I, you know, I heard what he said about, hey, I'll get my vaccine when it's my turn to get it, but until then, I'm going to keep my mask on, right? So, it's, it's great advice. Well, JB, yesterday, I was watching uh, the 8.30 a.m. service online at my church. And so in the worship there in the uh, uh, in the uh, um, sanctuary, and so the one camera shot, like straight down, you see the, you know, the podium and the <clears throat> minister of music behind it. You see the choir. 
And what I noticed about it is in the shot of the choir, pretty much everybody didn't have masks on, uh, except, they're, and they're sitting down in this shot, but there was one woman in the shot, she had a mask on, and then one man on the back row who he had a mask on. And they were seated. And the rest of them didn't have masks, did not have masks. So then it was time to sing. And so when they stood up to sing, the woman kept her mask on, but the guy on the back row had the mask on, took his mask off, and then kind of put it over his hand here and just held it as he held the music and sang without the mask. He held his mask. <laughs> mm. I thought, well, now, that's kind of, to each his like, own, but what sense does that make? None. About as much sense as UCLA's team last night were all arm in arm swaying after 15 minutes earlier, they had been all separated with masks on. I'm going, you guys are, you guys are fixing to do a rocket dance and you got your <laughs> arms around one it. another. And it, it just, what, whatever you tried to do for the first two and a half hours of this game has been compromised. I said, I just thought, okay, why are we wearing the mask while we're sitting? But then when it's time to sing, everybody else is going blah and stuff's coming out of their mouth. You're going blah, stuff's coming out of your mouth. That's when you choose to take it off and hold it. <laughs> Don't make any sense. And then I, then they cut to the shot of the musicians. Like we see the camera shot of the musicians. And um like the 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 piccolo player have his mask. Oh yeah. In in the pianist, you know, they had a mask on and others had a mask on. It's just different people do different stuff. That's just what they do. All right, let's go to the uh, Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment, Madison and in Jackson. You're a Kubota dealer. Matt, you're up. What's up? Hey, hey, Matt. How are you doing? Great. Thanks for calling. Great. Thanks for calling. Hey, uh, those masks are like uh, putting a chain link fence up to keep mosquitoes out. It's just kind of crazy. Anyway, I uh, wanted to talk about the um, the thing you just got off of about the the participation trophies, I guess. Yes. If, if you will. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing on bowl games, though, is, is what, what, if I got what you were saying right, that anything other than the national title <laughs> or any championship that you're playing is the ultimate goal. However, in most other, or most of the sports, at least in college, because there's so much money involved, all these extra things that they have is all about money. It's, it's TV. It's not necessarily championship or participation so any of the football bowl games they got coming out other than the title national title national title game is all about money mm-hmm. um nit is is now it's not as much money as ncaa's but it, you do get money from it so that's the only thing i could think of as to why they have all those extra growing games yeah well you're exactly right it's you know mainly television which i guess that's where a lot of the money comes from right it's you know, TV's driving right. it, and they right. need the. Right. You know, we've gotten to a point where, you know, you just follow the money, and you can follow where everything's going. You know, why do we have more bowl games? Like I mentioned a little bit ago, when I was a, a sophomore in college, uh, we won seven of our eleven games. We didn't go to a bowl. Why? Because there were only sixteen bowl games, right? Well, now there are right. almost fifty bowl games. Why? Because television needs TV needs the live programming. Why? Because now we have the internet, and so everybody's viewer habits are fragmented all over the place. Nobody's watching news anymore. Nobody, you don't have the massive audience for 
audiences for like sitcoms and stuff like that that you used to have on TV. So TV's surviving off live sporting events. So they need all the live sporting events they can get. So yeah, absolutely. You've nailed it. And I think, you know, we've had teams that chose to go play in the NIT. Good for them. Good for the players. They get the experience. If I was playing, I'd want to play. Tell me where it is. I don't care what tournament it is. I want to play. It's what I do. I get it. We've had teams that chose not to play, and I thought that was the right decision for the Mississippi State women. So you you nailed it. That's what it is about. It's about money and about you know television driving up the um, what the need for more programming. But that does not mean if you are Mississippi State men's basketball that you know we're out here high-fiving about what a tremendous accomplishment it is to have a deep run in the NIT. We just, I don't think you can live in that world. I think you have to keep it in the proper perspective. And that's the argument we were having earlier. Right. And and I understand your point of view is that you strive as a competitive, if you're extremely competitive, which most athletes are, you want to go for the the national game, the big game. That's what you want to play in. Mm. So anything less is, is a disappointment. And, you know, it's, it's, I'm a Southern Miss fan, and even though we won the NIT and I think it was 86 or 87, you know, you don't hear a whole lot about that as opposed to if one of the other teams would win the basketball the NCAA tournament, you would hear more about that. So I understand what you're saying. Right. But, you know, yeah. to me it's all about the basketball it is. Sure, sure. <laughs> so, yeah, good stuff. Matt, thanks for the call, man. Uh-huh. You know, that's what – that's – um. And, and it's it's even hard to get into the comparison sometimes between the basketball and football thing because, you know, football, you don't have a 68-team playoff. You get 68 teams, get to play in games after the season, but it's one game, and it's going to play in one bowl game. That's just the system they have, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just it's apples and oranges on that particular deal. All right, here we go. Country Please and Text Line. Country Please and Sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. Lots of reaction. Let me see how fast I can get to some of you guys. Uh, First up, Jonathan says, um, you guys have been chatting about winning the Losers Tournament. He says, I coached my son's uh, little travel team a few weeks ago. We found ourselves in the consolation bracket. Well, we ended up winning the stupid thing. They gave us the $5 ring for winning a loser's bracket. We accepted them so not to be rude. Absolutely. Absolutely, Jonathan. He says, and we then had a team meeting in the outfield where we decided as a team to leave the ring sitting at home plate. I assume the Parks and Rex folks found them the next day. I hope those kids learn a little that day. Who knows? That's from Jonathan. What do y'all think about it? That's good stuff right there. That's good stuff. Um, Although, I don't know about leaving them for somebody else to clean them up, though. Well, yeah. That's not but, I mean, I mean, it's it's got to be some kind of analogy or symbolism for leaving them at home plate. Yeah. You know? Uh, Jared says, I'm on the same page about the NIT tourney with you, except for one thing, the tournament doesn't start with the number 69 team because of 32 conference champs, automatic seeds, Mississippi State is better than Norfolk State. Yeah, I know. But, okay. <clears throat> I get what you're saying. I know it's not a straight down the line. It's just to make the point. We do have 68 teams getting in there. It used to be 64. It used to be fewer. It used to be 32 or whatever. Uh, Jeremy says, LOL, it's funny the things that set you off on a rant. <laughs> he says, oh, by the way, Lamar Jackson still can't pass. Yeah, well, tell Lamar I said join the club. I can't pass either. 
Somebody said, hey, Matt, this is Matt from Brandon. Are football bowl games other than the national championship game participation trophy, including BCS bowl games? Yeah, it's exactly what they are. Participation trophies. You know, I was frankly not one of those people that wholeheartedly agreed with Dan Mullen when he talked about championships. <laughs> you know, if there's a trophy, there's a championship. Well, sort of. It, it, there's a win, there's a trophy for that particular thing, and it's not necessarily a championship. Um, yeah, that's what they are. That's what they are. That's one of the things I hate about the postseason in football. But I understand, you know, you're not going to go out here and play, what, five postseason games after the regular season in college football to go find the national champion. We're not there yet. But is going to the Gator Bowl a participation trophy? Yeah. You want it, you beat somebody. It commemorates what you did, but for whether it's Tennessee or Ole Miss or Mississippi State, if they're in the Gator Bowl, is that really what they were shooting for? No. Let's be real here. Lynn says, that's right, Matt. No matter the history of the program, all teams should start every season with the same ultimate goal and only one will achieve it. Yeah, I mean, you don't – you know, and, and to Jay earlier, I just think that Jay went too far in saying – you know, his justification for wanting to celebrate a run in the NIT or possibly winning it, his justification was, well, you never won anything before. So be happy with winning the NIT. No! True competitors don't lower their expectations just because they aren't any good. Now, me, on the other hand, I did that, okay, in golf. As an adult, I started lowering my expectations so I could maybe enjoy golf and stop throwing my clubs. That's different. <laughs> okay? I, hey, I got to do something this weekend that I have not done in one year and a day. What's that? Played golf. Atta, baby. Atta, boy. Shot 145, but hey, you played. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's it for Hour 2. If you leave us, have a great night. If not, stick around for Hour 3. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau Studio.